Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chick Lit Book Club podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about His Majesty's Hidden Air by Lucy Monroe. <gasps> Lucy! Lucy! Um, Lucy! We love Lucy. Just, yeah. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. We really, really, she's such a sweet One person. of the nicest people on the planet. Yes, like that's, that's factual. Yeah. I mean, when I refer to Lucy Monroe, I say the nicest person on the planet. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Parentheses. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Nicest person on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, we adore you, Lucy. We do. Um, yeah. So we're excited. This is the second in the. Um, yes. So what is the name of the actual series? Because I have it up here uh, somewhere. Princess oh. Boy Royal Decree. Oh uh, yes. So if you guys remember, we had we recovered. Um, Queen by Royal Appointment um, a few months back. Yes, episode 11 and a half. It's, we'll link to it mm-hmm. in the show description. So that was one, that was the king. Now we are dealing with the king. King Nikolai. King Nikolai, and now we're dealing with his brother, Constantine. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dear, how are you? <laughs> Just dandy. What's crack-a-lackin'? <laughs> Uh, you know. Uh, do you want to do bright spots first, or do you want to pull a card first? Whatever you'd like to do, my dear. Um, okay, let's do bright spots. First of all. Hey, wonderful. Ray? Yes? Tell me something good. <laughs> um, let's see. I, okay, I think this is the week where I got to finally, I got to see a whole bunch of people that I haven't seen in a while. I mean, I see you, but it's been weird because I haven't seen you in two weeks, so it's like real weird. Yeah, I know. We took a week off. It was very bizarre last Saturday to not see your face. Right? Um, but then I spent time with upcoming guest, Charlotte. Yes. And then uh, I had dinner with a, another very close friend last night. So it was, it's been a time, and I've enjoyed this week. Awesome. I had to do something because there's no more fucking Ted Lasso until next year. I know. People are very upset. I'm, I'm really... not to the end of season two yet, so, like, I'm not I'm not there yet, but I'm sure I will be. Oh. I, I woke up yesterday morning going, there's nothing. There's nothing to make me happy at three o'clock in the morning like the weekend before. But anyhow. So yes. Sorry. So those were the fun things. I mean, you know, it's getting close to spooky season, so... Well, I would say it is spooky season. Well, yeah, I should, yeah, you're right. You're in spooky season. I should say it's like the penultimate of spooky yes. season. We're almost yeah. there, but we are almost there. firmly into spooky season. True story. True mm-hmm. story. My dear. Yes. Tell me something good. Girl, you know exactly what I'm I know what you I know what it is. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So a couple weeks ago... Uh, Actually, the day that my my bright spot was working out with my neighbor in the driveway, at the end of that, they foster dogs from a rescue in the city. And um, someone came by to drop off a couple new puppies that they had just, they had just gotten this litter from this house that um, there's a dog there who has had like, I think this is their fourth litter that they've rescued from this house. Mm. The dog's getting old. Uh, so they took this litter, and the one of the volunteers brought two of the puppies over here. I've seen every foster, every single foster. They fostered like 20 dogs, literally mm-hmm. 20 dogs in the time wow. that they have been fostering, which is probably like a good three, four years now they've been doing this. Mm. 
God's now. people right there doing God's work. Oh yeah, I mean they're and they're great dog owners. They're very like kind and sweet and caring. They have two of their own. They have two of their own. One mm-hmm. of them was, I think, like a foster to adopt situation. Like mm-hmm. I think they mm-hmm. got the rescue through this rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what happened, but I just my daughter and I were out there because we had just finished working out like a few minutes prior. The lady pulled up. Um, my neighbor's husband was still inside the house, like dealing with their own dogs. Mm-hmm. And the lady was there holding two puppies. So like my neighbor <laughs> took one of them and I was like, oh, do you want like a second pair of hands? I can take the other one. You know, when my other neighbor comes out, he can take the other one. So I go over and I just like take the puppy or whatever. And I just sat down in the, in the grass because I was like holding the puppy and my kid wanted to pet her and whatever. And I looked down at this puppy and I was like, okay, she's mine, though. She's mine now. Like, I'm just going to – I'm going to keep her if you guys are okay with Aww. that. And then, of course, my kid wanted to hold her, so I, like, I put her in her lap. And then my kid picked her up from, like, the front, like, picked up her, you know, like, underneath her front <laughs> legs or whatever. Yeah. Picked her up so, like, her belly was all exposed. And yeah. I was expecting the dog to, like, squirm and wiggle and, like, try and get out of that yeah. because this is a new person and it's a kid. You know, like, and this puppy is five, six weeks old. Very, very young. And this dog was just, like, so fucking chill. Just no reaction. Just staring, like, head kind of, like, lolling a little. Like, not even, no cares in the world. And then I was like, okay, yeah, we have. I mean, if this dog is, like, willing to deal with that, because I've got a toddler. Like, this is how it's going to be for a while. If she's willing to deal with that, and I love this dog already, and all I did was, like, look at her adorable fucking face. I sent my kid to go get my husband. And my husband came over and was like, are you fucking with me right now? Like, you want <laughs> Mr. a Mr. Veronica. Mr. Veronica. I mean, anyway. for me, yeah. We did a test run with the dog last week. We brought her over here for maybe two, three hours and, like, just hung out with her and played with her and stuff like that and um, decided that we really did want to adopt her. So Wednesday, she came to live with us. Yay! For real. Um, It's technically still a fostering situation because she's not spayed yet, but they're not, like, offering her to anyone else. She's ours. So uh, it won't be official until she's spayed, but she's ours. She's very cute. She's ridiculously patient. (laughs) You're ours because we've ripped out your uterus. (laughs) You could literally that's have not some like boss. doggy ham- handmaid's tale bullshit. Like, yeah, right. That sounds so creepy. <laughs> We've taken your balls. You are you are mine now. You are mine now. What's well, like marriage? Oh wow! Kidding. I know wow. that was a whole. I know that was such a like a boys you know club bullshit. Yeah, joke. like the I ball was and chain. Like. Yep. She's got her ball. She's got your balls in a jar under the bed. Burp, burp, burp. Oh, fuck off. Ridiculous. Sorry, I even hated myself for saying that. I'll just, I'll, I'll see myself out. <laughs> it's going to be a boring hour. Let me tell you, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, well, Luna's sleeping her in the bed. You can just I'll talk to Luna. Her. I have a feeling yeah. she is not going to have a lot to say. Um, no. At any rate, our dog's name is Winnie. Yay. Uh, short for Winifred from Hocus Pocus. Because Yay. this entire um, litter has Halloween names. 
because they got oh. them during spooky season. So um, there was a an Elphaba. There is a Jason, as in Voorhees. And her name was actually Glinda. So we kept that as her middle name. So her name is Winnie G. Winnie G. Nice. Yep. She is hysterical. And uh, seriously, just like, she is very, very cute and just, God, the most patient dog. So I think she's really perfect for, like, our family. She's a good fit for us. Yeah. Anyway, my bright spot, that goddamn puppy. She's currently asleep in her her crate because I cannot trust her to not pee all over my house. Do you remember remember when Bucky was my bright spot? I do. (laughs) Can I... Take that back. Kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Tonight was a rough night. Speaking of dogs, it was rough. <laughs> Get it? Rough night. Rough. Oh, again, I will see myself out. I understand. Um, the day we got her was rough. She she peed. like I swear to God, I resolved eight different spots on my carpet. I don't know. Like, is her bladder just the size of my thumbnail? It's, they're, they're like, yeah. it's just super tiny. Yeah. Like, I was not kidding when I said, like, when I got both Luna and Bucky, like, I'd set my alarm for, like... Three in the morning, and yeah. so we go right before to. I went to bed, and they got up at three, and it, it was like having a baby. Yup, yup. Except that it, you put a diaper on a baby. Well, yeah. So at least there's that. There is that. There, there is. That. I mean, you could possibly put a diaper. On I mean, her. I guess I could. I do feel like she would just gnaw it off, though. I don't think she would accept that. <laughs> the poor thing. You put a diaper on her. One of those cones of shame, and you end up having to put the diaper on with like duct tape because it's so big. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually, mean, there's cat got, diapers. Like, that thing would fit. She'd probably fit in a cat diaper. Probably. Yeah, I mean, she's she's small. I've not weighed her, but, like, girlfriend is small. She's not going to be. She's going to be a large dog. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. She's yeah. only, like, eight weeks old right now. Um, I know. But she's, she's a lab chow boxer mix, so she's not going to be small. But Ew. the mom is not giant. And pre the because they've had three litters prior. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, like, an idea. Again, we don't know who, like, Daddy Dog is. So that's a misnomer. But it's, the- it's my performer name. What's <laughs> the guy? High school. <clears throat> so we don't know the whole story, but based on the previous three litters, she'll be about 50 pounds. That's what they think. And this is the smallest, like, the litter, there were, like, seven of them, I think, six or mm-hmm. seven. But size-wise, these puppies are the smallest. Mm. Because, again, she's getting old. They've asked the the rescue. was like, we will pay for you to spay this animal. Like, we yeah. will give us the name of a vet. We will pay for it. Please just do it. Because this dog is not going to c- continue to survive having more litters. And then she will not survive, and neither will the puppies. So, because there will be no one to take care of them. Well... So anyway, sorry, that was a little bit of a downer. But they the woman did agree to get the dog spayed. So no, hopefully, good. like, this cycle will stop. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they they think about 50 pounds. She, maybe, on, she'll all. probably be, like, 80 by the time all is said and done. She'll be 80 fucking pounds. I'm hoping Everyone to, at some to point... Bob Barker, man. He told us all to spay. Spay and your pets, man. I mean, I know it's not free. Like, I totally get that. But, yeah... I'm I'm glad that we rescued her. You know, there's so many there's so many pets. So so many pets. So many pets. Anywho, okay. Should we draw a card? 
Let's do that. <clears throat> um, for those who have yet to have the pleasure of experiencing this game, uh, Ray bought an item from Adam and Eve. Sponsor us. And uh, they sent her a free gift, which uh, unfortunately was not like the item she bought. But it is a card game, basically, with a year of sexual positions. Yep. The Kama Sutra. I believe that's what we figured out. It is the Kama Sutra. Yeah. So uh, every time we do an episode, we like to draw a card and then we try and figure out what romance novel has that sexual position. So if you know of one, please let us know. Either email us at chicklipbookclubpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on any social media, um, <clears throat> preferably like Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram. Let mm-hmm. us know. Um, if you know, but we will try and think of one. I think we've got what two out of three. I think we have. I think one so. Three. I think there's only yeah. one that we don't that we couldn't figure out. Yeah. Um, well, actually, we didn't figure out the one. Didn't speaking of, didn't Miss Lucy Monroe figure one out for us? Oh, that's right. She said that it's in one of hers, and we just have it's to find it. She couldn't remember seat which book it was in. Yeah, two out of the three. Yeah, so yes. we would have some. Uh, yes. So we have to find it. It's like an Easter egg. So all we have to do is blow through Lucy Monroe's catalog, and we will eventually find it. Yes. She's like, I couldn't remember which one. She's written a ton of books. I know, she's very prolific. Yeah, she's got a lot out there, you guys. She does. Um, Okay, so I'm going to pick one, right? You can can see what I'm doing. One from right from the middle. Love it. Okay. Super excited. Yeah, I love you, Adam and Eve's, but why... Adam and Eve's. Adam and Eve's. I love you, Adam and Eve's. Well, why would you send... Um, it's a menage a trois situation now. <laughs> menagerie. Multiple E's. Yeah. <laughs> we, we used to, like, when I go in, I like to see Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, and uh, there would always be, we'd say, look at that menagerie. But I got to the point where I was like, look at that menage a trois in my front yard. <laughs> my parents... Almost spit wine everywhere. My mom found it funny. My father did not. I found Lame. it hysterical. That's I know. Come hysterical. On. Come on. I don't know how this... Okay. Show it to me. Okay. Well, I mean, it's just like sex. Like regular missionary, sort of. Oh. Okay. Well, what, how is that different, though? Okay. <laughs> well, it seems... Oh. Okay. Okay. I oh. see. Okay. Yeah. Tightened and... Okay. I'm sure there's one to be one we could probably think of. Okay. Tightened and Brace. This is a three out of five. Either... I don't... We figured... We've talked about this. Either difficulty uh, or hotness. difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. I guess... You have to stick your thumb in his butt. I guess that's the, the difficulty part. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I have no idea. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm just guessing as like, to why. This, this escalated quickly. It did. It did. Um, it's called a tight embrace. The technique. Did I say it's position? Yeah. Okay. Technique. A very intimate position. Okay. I mean, you are having sex. You, so. You are having sex. <laughs> And, but they are facing each other. I mean... Well, they're real facing each other. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I mean... Real close. It's really funny, because I want to be like, I've seen a lot of porn that <laughs> hit... I mean, I've seen a lot of porn, period. Um, he thrust with his legs between hers. For deeper penetration, she should wrap her feet around his waist. I mean, that's like... Again. But, like, yeah, but if you see... On the, <laughs> I think I ended up drawing on all these pictures, or all these cards. They did last week, too. Yeah. Yes, you drew a fl- you drew a floor, I believe. I drew I drew a floor. So I'm gonna um, draw some arrows to where I think the uh, the difference is, is the regular sex. Thank God our dogs can't talk. 
Imagine so, the things that they would say at the doggy park to each other. <laughs> so look at here. I think these. this is the issue. Well, not the issue. This is the difference is because her oh. legs are curved around his at the bottom. So yeah, it's like, they're not like at the top. Okay. No, I mean, <clears throat> and then their faces are real close together. Yeah, they're like really pressed together. There's really yeah. no space between them. I mean, I guess if you did it this way, then they're, well, they're fucking against a wall. Right. But... Oh, I could draw a wall there too. Do it. <laughs> there, there's a wall. All right, all right. Um, I mean, I can make the case that a large number of romance novels features well, this, so. right? Because like it's so close to missionary that like I mean it is. It's. It I mean, is I guess missionary. the other thing is if when you when you see this in in real life, <laughs> is that a lot of times is. His arms are up here by the head. Wait, okay, I can't see where they are. Show me closer. Oh, okay. All right. It just doesn't look very comfortable. It doesn't. Also, that's like, so his arms Not are like of... down further yeah. than I think they would be. That is a he's difficult go... push-up to hold. Like, he's going to go into, like, he's doing, <laughs> what's, He's going to Cobra. He's doing Cobra. Git is a little bit like Cobra. Yes, yep. basically. He's in Cobra. Yeah. Cobra Kai. Um, All right. Well, I mean, I would argue that a lot of... It's not that yeah. different. So, like, I would argue no. most romance novels probably have that. Well, thanks, Abony, for ruining that one. Fuck off. No, I'm just kidding. We love you. I'd like... You know what? Sponsor if we, Another one... We, we don't sponsor us. If there's another one um, that we have that's kind of like boo, is we just look up their um, Instagram and read one of their um, one of their their ads because those are the oh best. Oh my god! Yeah, that. Um, oh my god! That butt anal butt plug. Time, right? That was amazing. Let me see if they've got anything fun on here. It, um, the the real- last time we we looked at that, um, you had shown it to me like on your phone up against the screen, like up against uh-huh. your camera or whatever. And then when I saw it later, I was like, this looks different than it did. Like, just the contrast or whatever looked really different. It didn't look as terrifying when well, I <laughs> saw it in real life, like, on my own phone as opposed to on your screen through a camera. Well, um, I'm looking to see. Okay, so. I still don't want it, but. So. It's their 50th anniversary, so happy anniversary, Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Which is like, wow, 50 years, wow. Is that your, your gold anniversary? Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? What's, what's 75 is diamond, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I think that's true. So are you going to come out with a lot of gold things? If they do not have, like, a gold 50th anniversary line, I'm going to be so fucking disappointed. There it is. There's that, there's that butt yeah. plug mm-hmm. for you. Yep. Right. <clears throat> um... Well, so here is uh, another ad. It is it's for the Satisfier Satisfier Breathless by Adam and Eve, using the right tool for the right job. <clears throat> and it is a <clears throat> I believe it is a clit stimulator and a vibrator. So that is exciting. I, that bit didn't go as well as I thought it was going to go. So <laughs> All right. So um hopefully next time we'll have a better Better card for you guys. Eh. It's fine. It wasn't bad. All right. Do you want to, like, take a break, come back, and talk about this book? Shall we? We should do that. Do we'll it. take a respite. <laughs> 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 All right. We'll be back in two and two.
And we're back. We're back. <laughs> I feel like a Muppet. And we're back, guys. <clears throat> Whoa. Um, yeah. So, Welcome back, uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to shake this over here. That sound is some vodka. Yep. For Mother Russia. Yep. Or sorry, Mother Mir 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 Russia. Yeah, it's not Russia. It's it's not Russia. It's a Russian. They speak Russian there. Yeah, I'm drinking a martini tonight. Now I'm going to be an asshole and remind you that real martinis are made with gin. Yeah, I know. I okay. didn't have any gin. That's fine. <laughs> I went and bought this beautiful bottle, which I will take a picture of and post it on. It is Instagram. very pretty. A diversity pride bottle of absolute. Yep. Um. Wow. Is it is it strong there? It is strong. Well, then yeah, I also don't from use... now, this is going to be interesting. No, I'm going to put this right <laughs> over here. <laughs> Set it a little further away, maybe. Put the yeah. water closer than the martini, maybe. Yeah, let's just do a little in-between. In-betweensies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, since my work laptop's over here. Let's just do this over there. Okay. It's like that one scene in Ted Lasso where they're going to light all that stuff. Uh, from the cursed oh, yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do this part outside. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite beard line. Maybe we should do, Maybe this, we part should do this outside. Yeah, good, good call. Good call. Oh my God. Um, sorry, I had to bring up Ted Lasso. Um, also, real quick, <laughs> there is like this thing going on with like, did you notice on Twitter? Because FYI, if you haven't noticed, our Twitter feed is now just Ted Lasso. Because I. I don't know what I did, but I did something. I like too many things, I guess. But there is a whole like sub subset of Ted Trent Crim, Ted Lasso, like love. Okay. Like a relation. Yeah, I mean Trent Crim the Independent. Yes, Trent Crim Independent. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, fine. it's I, I'm fine with it. Fine. I just thought it was interesting. I was like, of all characters, that's very interesting. I could, I could see Trent Krim being gay. Yeah, I mean, totally, totally. I could see and it. I could, Why not? And, and I think, and I think Ted would probably be bisexual. I could see I it. I could see it. I could see, see him definitely experimenting. Anywho, because we want to be curious, not judgmental, right? And at one point, he does say, "Ally." He's so when awesome. he when, yeah. God, I love Anyhow. Ted Lasso. Okay. So anyhow, we're not here to talk about Ted Lasso. I mean, I'm usually here to talk about Ted Lasso, but today But that isn't here. the purpose of this podcast. No, That's no. It's just a fun I mean, thing we talk about. All the time. Mm-hmm. I do. Anyhow, we're here to talk about His Majesty's Hidden Air by Lucy Monroe, which, which is the second... I oh, fucked up the title on our last episode, and I called it His Majesty's Royal Air. So sorry about that, Lucy. It's okay. So it's okay. sorry. It's all right. We make we 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 all do these things. Um, this is the second. This is the Princess by Royal Decree, Book Two. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> I'm going to read a little bit, and if we need to add some things, we we, we will possibly do so. Uh, the prince is in for a shocking revelation. This. Oh, sorry. The, <laughs> the way it's typed on Amazon, they they put revelation and in in the same. So like it looked like it's a revelation in in. <laughs> The Prince is in for a shocking revelation in this secret baby romance by USA Today bestselling author Lucy Monroe, the mother of his child, and wearing his crown? Prince Constantine can't forget Emma Carmichael, who vanished... Well, her name wasn't Carmichael. Okay, that's right. Who vanished after a wedding contract forced him to end their relationship. And surprise meeting five years later shocks Constantine. Emma has a son, unmistakably his son. Emma wants Constantine... 
in their son's life, yet she's wary. She has no choice but to walk away. His family hasn't deemed her worthy of being his princess. But as their reunion stokes the flames of their passion, can she trust that this time their bond is strong enough to prove them all wrong? So, that's the way, not the bad. I, I mean, that's, that's no, not no, bad. No, no, it's just because her, her name is not, Car, her name is Carmichael, but it's not Carmichael. She, well, she changed it back to Carmichael. Right. 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 So, we'll, we can let, I mean, we'll all right. Let's just let that one go. We can we'll just let, let that go. go. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so, I mean, legally, it is Carmichael. She changed it. Um, mm-hmm. So, I guess the part that we should set up is from book one. Like the backstory, yes, of yeah. what, because that's really not a bad like synopsis there. Like you've got no, you know, the general gist of what's going to happen in the book, or the you know, issue that is going to the shoes, yeah, the shoes. Now, if you have not read the first book, first of all, I recommend reading these in order because you will miss so much mm-hmm. of the backstory. Like that, just it it'll be better if you read them in order. I'm sure you can read them alone. I don't. I just don't recommend it. Um, okay, so what happens in the first book is that um, Natalia... It's Natalia, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Natalia is... Um, she has to sign this marriage contract when she turns 18 that she will marry Constantine. Constantine. Now... Uh, like years have passed like five years have passed since that contract was signed or something Mm -hmm. like many years have gone by and he hasn't really tried very hard to fulfill this contract but um she is being called back to miris miris is how you pronounce it Mm -hmm. uh it's a it's a made-up country but it's like it's a russian country they speak russian there so it's like in Mm -hmm. that region um, they she's being called back, and that's where the first book begins. Is that she has to go back? She lives in Seattle. She has to go back to Miris to meet with the royal family because she has signed this contract, and no one has fulfilled the contract, and she does not want to marry Constantine. Right. She has always had a crush on his older brother, always, but her older brother, his older brother, got married, and then his wife died. So they, like, he is he is now the king. The queen has died. And, like, a, maybe a year or so has passed since then. So, mm-hmm. like, the official grieving period is over. And I think that what has happened that you, you know from book two that you don't know in book one is that um, their dad is putting pressure on Constantine to get, Constantine to get married. Mm-hmm. To, like, fulfill the contract. Right. Now... What happens in the first couple chapters of the first book is that she does go back. She meets with the royal family. She's like, I don't want to marry Constantine. And he clearly doesn't want to marry me. Like, I don't understand why we have to do this. And Constantine has not been, like, he's been messing around with people. He's been, you know, not, he's just been being a dude in his 20s. You know, he's dating he's not really dating he's messing around with people and is like enjoying his 20s natalia has not been natalia has dated a few people but not like she's been pretty chaste about it and Mm -hmm. that has sort of been the impetus one of the impeti i guess 
of why she's been called back is that she started going publicly on dates to sort of piss Constantine off. Mm-hmm. At any rate, so she goes back to like fuck around with this contract and see if she can possibly get out of it, basically. And Nikolai steps in and is like, you don't have to marry Constantine. You just have to marry one of the brothers. And he offers himself up. And he offers himself up as tribute. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's, yeah. Right. So uh, anyway, that's that's what the first book is, is uh, Natalia and Nikolai, his courtship of her, her agreeing to marry him, and them getting married and legitimately falling in love. Because I do remember a line from the first book, I'm just going to call him Khan from right now. That's, That's what is She calls him Khan. Khan yeah. Khan says is something along the we, we each sacrifice something for this. Mm-hmm. So you know that there's something there that like something that he's given up. We just don't know what it is because yeah. he's been a man whore for like yeah. for a number of years. A number of years. Publicly. Very publicly. Yeah. But we, we, you kind of get an idea is that it's not all just having, you know, random sex with people. Like... Yeah, I mean, there's more to it there, than that. There's more to it than that. Yeah. But you don't and like him in the first book. this is the more to it than that. This is the more to it than that. But you don't like him in the first book. He's you kind of a dick. Not. He's a huge dick. So you, when we found out that, that was something that we had talked about in the first episode, in, mm-hmm. in the episode about the first book, was that we knew there was more to Khan's story and we wanted to know. We wanted to know mm-hmm. what happened. And she was like, well, lucky for you. <laughs> <laughs> We were like, yes! Yay! So when the second book came out, she reached out to us. Or it, I mean, it's not actually... Is it out now? Is it coming it out? out? It has week. not out. It comes, it comes out, out. Yeah. yeah. Um, But when she was starting to set up her ARC readers... The 26th. And, okay. So when she was starting to set up her ARC readers, Lucy reached out to us and said, you know, you liked the first one. You wanted to know what happened with Khan. Do you want to yes, do, do this one? And we were like, yes. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> And here we are. Now we know what happened with Khan. So, yeah, um, so he, yeah, they met in college. Um, mm-hmm. And he, because of the contract, he leaves her mm-hmm. and breaks completely all ties. Like, yeah. he tells everyone, like, do not let her call me. Do not let her email me. Or do, do not, not let, let me contact her. Yeah, but there was a lot. He didn't want to hear from her at all. He's even said, don't, if, don't even open her emails. Don't even read them. Let's not give up the one. No, no, no. I not. Yeah. That's all I'm going to okay. say. That's all I'm going to say. So no, the, yeah. the, no, not not other the other one. No. Yeah. Because he no, he told his private his his secretary don't don't open don't open them don't read them, um because he wanted complete shut off from her because he knew and because he what, really cared about her and he knew yeah. that he would not be able to resist going back to her. Right. But he also felt an extreme sense of duty that he had signed this contract. That he needed to fulfill it as a member of the royal family, as well as, like, as, this was his his duty as a prince and also as a brother in this family, mm-hmm. that he had to yeah. do it. Duty came first. Yes. And also, mind you, at this point, um, the king had married, Nikolai had married, mm-hmm. and had a queen that theoretically would produce a child. Mm-hmm. But then all of that went away. Now he is single again. Mm-hmm. He's a widower. The queen is dead. There is not going to be at this point when he, when he and Natalia are having this conversation about whether or not they're going to fulfill this marriage contract. 
the king is unmarried. There is no heir. Mm-hmm. Nick, like, Khan is the second in line to the throne now. So yeah. Khan getting married and having a baby is kind of important because there's yeah. no, like, now you're not going down the line of the firstborn. Now you're going into the line. Mm-hmm. So um, that, you know, produces that that's whether you agree with all of this shit or not, that's an issue for a royal family. Right. So uh, that's undoubtedly simmering in everyone's minds that Nikolai has no heir. Khan is next in line. He has to get married and produce an heir so that they can continue. And they have a third brother, but the third brother is young. The third brother, I think, is college age. Like, he's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. 20 or something when the first book is happening. So it's, he's not at a point in his life where he's wanting to do that. He's not even thinking right. about it. Right. Right. But, I mean, as we're not obviously spoiling anything, Khan has a baby. <laughs> he yeah. just doesn't know about mm-hmm. the said baby. Because mm-hmm. uh, when we meet up, and this happens within the first chapter. Yeah, it's literally meets, the first chapter. Yeah, he meets his son, and it is uh, Mickey, Mikhail. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Which is Ishka. Khan's middle name. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ishka. Oh, I love the name Ishka. I know, I do too. Um, oh. um, and, um, and it's undeniable that he's that that's his son. Yeah, there's a, a significant resemblance. Mm-hmm. And she and uh, Emma has been showing uh, Mickey pictures of uh, of, of um, Khan. Khan. So yeah, yeah, so she knows uh, he knows who is, and he's the one who's like, "Is that my daddy?" Yeah, he, he recognizes, recognizes him, him from pictures. Yeah. And she makes a point of not speaking ill of him mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but she did try to get in touch with him. She did, and he Multiple so he doesn't times. even know. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know that he has a child. No, he does not. Like, legitimately. It's not like he's being willfully ignorant or that he tried to shirk mm-hmm. his duty as a father. Like, he just legitimately had no idea. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's where we start with the book. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So, okay. So how we usually do this is we do a compliment sandwich. So our top and lower buns are our pros. And our middle is the meats or the cheese or whatever you'd like to call it that's our con <laughs> i get it con <laughs> um i guess do you uh i'll go first i mean I, I yeah will, please do i will i will go first um um because i'm trying to think of how i want to do this okay so i love lucy's writing i do mm-hmm. um because she she makes me she makes me do homework <laughs> yes <laughs> i have actually highlighted a bunch of words that i was like i don't know Yes, and I like think we talked about this the first it's book like too. Me holding like, the book and like bringing up Google Translate on my phone. <laughs> well, even just that, like some of these, like there's one where she says, "But her brain, the atavistic part that warned her of dangerous driving conditions." I was like, "I don't know what that means." Yep, Lucy, I don't know what that means. So I looked it up in in biology, and and I'm sure I'm not saying this right. At at atav, atavism is a modification of biological structure where, whereby an ancestral genetic trait reappears after having been lost through evolutionary change in, pre- in previous generations. <laughs> <laughs> I would... That is not a word in my regular vocabulary. No, no but, but I'm so glad I learned it. Right, but Lucy clearly has an impressive vocabulary. She she does. And I, mm-hmm. we mentioned that in the first first book too because yeah, we're yeah. like damn girl you smart mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he and then the other word that I just love. Oh, I don't know if you're gonna talk. You're gonna say, and I'm not gonna say it right. Solnishinko, which is my little sunshine. Yeah, that's very sweet. Um. So yeah, the she. Uh, oh, I just realized I was in the I was in the sex scene. <laughs> One oh, of the sex there scenes. Because uh, give me all your sounds. I was that's what oh, was highlighted. That was my hot. Thing. It was, was real really hot. hot. Real hot. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I know I loved all the Russian. Russian. I mean, I yeah. always, I, I love the Russian language in general. Um, especially, I think I might have mentioned this in the first book. Is I, uh, one of my favorite musicals is chess, and there are times where like they sing in Russian and like, and they just say accent. Ugh. It's, it's kind of panty melting, kind of. I mean, not Vladimir Putin, but like, no, <laughs> no, no, Mm-mm. no. But some of it's like, mm, damn. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Veronica. <laughs> um, I was looking to see. I know I highlighted some other ones, some other words, but do you um, have something at the ready? She used. Um... Actually, there's a quote that I really loved um, that I can read to you. But she used one of my very favorite... I think this is my favorite word ever. Like, in the English language, my very favorite word is besotted. Oh, And she I love uses that word. it in this book. I love the word besotted. Krasavitsa? Um, uh, uh, I think that means gorgeous. Oh. If I'm yes. remembering correctly. It's yes. in one of the quotes that I had um, bookmarked. Well, all the stuff um, that he, like, even when he calls, he, he calls, um, oh my God, my brain just stopped. Mickey. Um, Mishka. It, I mean, yeah, Mishka, but then he also calls him something else, too. Ugh. My, uh, little man or something like that, but it's it's super cute. He does call him our little man at some yeah. point. Um, He's very... He is immediately taken by his son. He is. He's just, he is. it's immediate. He wants, he's, I think he sees that kid. You don't get that part from his perspective. I mean, he reflects on it, but it's immediate that he sees that kid and he's like, that kid is mine and I want to be a part of his life. And it's not just like, a, I will send you money to take care of him bullshit. No. It's like, I want to be in his life. Well, he says, so, um, on the, on that we agree completely, but how is this supposed to convince me that if you knew I was pregnant, you would have walked away from that contract? And he said, because Mikhail is my son. He said it so simply like that. He explained everything. So shared DNA, Trump's family and business commitments, that shared DNA means Mikhail is my family. And in my world, he's the most important member of that family. Mm-hmm. And who was on to say, blah, blah, blah. your child is more important to you than your brothers, even the one that's king or your father. And um, he says simply, yes. Yeah. <sighs> she has another, she has some really poignant moments um, mm-hmm. in this book. One of them, I literally, so I read the paperback. She sent us paperbacks um, as well as like the digital copy. Um, but sometimes I just really enjoy reading a paperback, like holding it in my hands. And it also helps me slow down because I can just like really blow through on a Kindle or on my phone mm-hmm. or something like that. But if I'm reading a paperback, I tend to slow down when I do it. Um, 
so she's talking to Khan, and uh, she says, worrying wouldn't change. Uh, hang on. Oh, so he, Khan put, this is early on. Mickey goes down for a nap, and Khan says he will stay until Mickey wakes up. He won't leave mm-hmm. while Mickey is napping. And Emma goes to, like, do the stuff that she does. Because she's a fucking single mom. Girlfriend is busy. Okay? So, like, mm-hmm. she goes to do the stuff that she does when Mickey's napping. And leaves Con. Like, he's just, mm-hmm. like, in a room yeah. somewhere else in her house. And uh, he comes to find her at some point, And she's just doing her thing. And uh, she says, Mickey is going to wake soon. He'll be glad you kept your promise. And he says, did you think I wouldn't? And she said, I didn't think about it. Worrying wouldn't change your actions, only my anxiety levels. Mm-hmm. I literally put a little a little thingy there that just says, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Lucy. <laughs> As well, a person found- with an anxiety disorder. <laughs> right? God damn it. Well, like, I like nailed that- me in the heart. She, I mean, and she makes a uh, point of is that Emma is very much in and some of the things that Emma has taught um Mickey are like things you can't you, you can't worry about that or like just introspective things I th- yeah. I, I liked quite a yeah. bit. I did find the word that I was thinking as I'm not even going to say well I can I have to say it but I don't I'm not going to say it right. Mushmalchik <laughs> which means my boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Oh, yeah. there's another part um I thought there was more Russian in this book than in the first book. Maybe? I don't remember. I didn't have time to, like, go back through the first one and look. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember there being some. I mean, I definitely remember looking some up. But, like, he called her Kiska a lot, which is Kitty, isn't it? That's right. Kitty, So, But that's, like, that was mainly what he used. And I think she also spoke Russian, didn't she? She did. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how long that she lived here in the States, but, yeah. But she was born over the... I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. Um, there was also another moment where... So once Emma's uh, was young, like she was, you know, 19 or something when she found out she was pregnant. Uh, and her parents were not thrilled. And no. so they literally just, like, cut her off. And they were like, all right, well, whatever. Like, you, you A, shouldn't have moved in with him. We told you not to. And then, of course, he has left you, and now you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. We're not going to help you. Like, just go figure yeah. this shit out on your own. Yep. And so, um, there, she and Connor talking about that at one point. She has not spoken to her family in four-ish years. Yeah. Like, she called once after Mickey was born. Not a good conversation. Yeah, they hung up on her. Um, but she she's talking to Khan about it and and he is saying you know like what do you think they thought they were doing right and he asks if it was supposedly tough love and she says all I know is that they rejected me and my son and that still hurts maybe her continued estrangement from her parents did play a significant role in Emma's refusal to commit to a lifetime with Khan parents made a lifetime commitment when they had children adopted or otherwise her parents had broken that commitment to Emma, and she didn't know if she could trust Khan to keep his promises in the future. After all, they had loved Emma, and he did not. 
Yeah, because he goes on. He he's. I think he did love her. Oh, he but I think, obviously loves her. Yeah. still. No, and he just yeah, doesn't oh, yeah, yeah. know. Like he doesn't yeah. realize. Like what I'm feeling is love. And yeah. and I think that that's. Um, I think that's also kind of a royal family thing in general. That like their sense of duty to their mm. country doesn't really allow them to think about like marrying for duty is more important than marrying for love. Oh, I think that's ingrained in them since they were children. Right. So like for even with Nikolai, he's like, you know, I'll marry you and, it, you know, whatever. Like, well, that's why like, Victoria was maybe we big... love each other. Maybe we don't. You know, Victoria and Albert are so well known, you know, as these actual king and queen that actually loved each other. I mean, it's not a given. Like, that's, they don't, it's a strategic situation a lot of the time, especially Mm -hmm. if you are a direct um, heir to the throne. Right. They don't care. I mean, they're not going to, like, let you just marry someone that you've fallen in love with who works at a fucking flower shop. Like, that's not a thing. No, come on. I've seen enough Hallmark movies. I know how this works. I know, too. I watched The Royals. The Prince and Me. Yeah. I know, I know. Julia Stiles is now a princess. I mean, it is what it is. Oh, I did mark this. The king looked besotted. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Um, so so yeah. tell me about your pro. Okay, so my top bun is Khan's redemption story. Because mm. you really get to go back and see, like, through his discussions with his brother specifically with Nikolai, you get mm-hmm. to see what those, how those decisions affected all of them, why Khan made those decisions mm-hmm. and, and how it affected him so deeply, like far yeah. better than he yeah. was letting on. And it wasn't just him and Emma. We're talking about like, he gets redemption for from every, every yeah. In every aspect of his story, he gets redemption even at one point, Natalia says, I think I owe Khan an apology. Mm-hmm. And people, even I think even Nikolai is like, why? And she said, because I thought he was just like, oh, puppy just woke up. Um, I thought he was just like being a man whore when mm-hmm. really he was heartbroken. Yeah. And was trying to like numb his pain. It's every aspect of it. Like, you get the background to the events that happened. In the first book, you already start to not like Nikolai's late wife. You hate her oh, even yeah. more. Oh, my god! Shit, you get through this book and you hate her so fucking hard. You dig her up, stab her, and then... <laughs> and put her back her in. I, I wrote here, I wanted more scandal from the first book, and I fucking got it here. Because oh there God. is, I remember in the first one we had said like we wanted more to the death of, of the queen. Like we wanted more to that yeah. story. Like maybe the royal family had actually had her killed, or like you know something, something. that was going on. Yeah. But like it's not that. That's not the drama you get. But you get more drama about the dead queen. Yeah, in she's actually, a nice Emma calls her um, shit. She calls her crazy, crazy, crazy queen, crazy, queen, crazy. Yeah, yeah. like she's just she's absolutely fucking I I don't want to say the like worst. insane like she's the just the worst. fucking worst the worst, the worst. God. <laughs> um, you get to see and hear more of the family dynamic specifically between him and Nikolai mm-hmm. um, 
by the third book, I we might just literally I lose our minds because she's she, if by the third book, it's just like more shit comes out about horrible things that she's done. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm probably yeah. honestly I might cry during the third book because like I assume <laughs> the third book is the third brother. Yeah, D- and Dima, Dima and yeah. Jenna. We assume is yeah. going to be so. We'll we'll find out. I assume, but um, I loved seeing more about his relationship with his family and and how much his sense of duty truly does like drive his life. Everything yeah. about him is centered around what is best for his family. Like truly, what is best for his family? And then when he finds out he has a son, he's like, like you just said in those quotes. Mikhail is my son. Well, and, and the way he turns his life around once finding that, that yeah. he knows that, that he can't just, th- this is more than just, like you said, giving them money and just saying, mm-hmm. here, this is, you, you live on this now, or you can come live in my mansion. No, he right. cuts back on work. Mm-hmm. He has someone take over his du- his royal duties. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he buys a number of houses. His- yeah, he buys a number of houses. <laughs> yes, he has a number <laughs> of houses. Yeah, <laughs> he, that he's... He yeah. relocates. I mean, he knows he can't, like, move. She does not live. Where does she live? It's, um... They live in Santa Fe. Santa Fe. So he just happens to be there on business and run in, runs into them. Like, that's literally what happens. Yeah. Uh, because he doesn't live there, but she does. And um, he lives in Seattle part of the time and Amira's part of the time. And he's just like, well, I want to see my son more than once a year. So I guess I'm just going to buy a house in Santa Fe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a simple, and it's literally just f- for I don't know so how that, long. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's he's like I don't know how long it's gonna take. He wants her to move to be closer, like to Seattle, maybe to be closer mm-hmm. to him, so that he can see. Regardless, of, he wants to, he immediately wants to marry her, regardless of whether he has romantic feelings for her or not again his sense of duty this is my son this is the mother of my child i will marry her i will take care of them you know it'll be Um, good it'll be better for the publicity if it's if we're married yeah i mean that's obviously they both know that that's both hanging over their heads that they know and and it's not like they both agree that it is it is an archaic way of thinking of things but Mm -hmm. that's just how it is Mm -hmm. especially i mean it's an offshoot of Russia? Come on. <laughs> well, and it's a discussion, like, both heroines talk about how it's a, it is an archaic contract to ask someone to sign a contract saying, I will marry this person at right. some point. Right. Because it's, it's, it's an arranged marriage, which, like, is still kind of normal in, in many cultures, but, like, these are, this woman lives be- in the U.S., Right, it's supposed to be more of like the modern world, and that right, and that's a discussion they have. Where at one point, Khan and Nikolai are talking like, if if our mom were still alive, if our mother was still alive, this would not like that contract never would have happened, and this Mm -hmm. entire thing would not have happened to you. You would not have had to break up with Emma to to go back to you know Prince duties that you had that you had signed a contract for, and. And Nikolai brings up, you know, I, I don't, I think even though our father is more traditional in his way of seeing his duties as like he, former king, he's now a prince, he stepped back and let Nikolai step up. But he he understands that this decision 
to be more traditional and to force Constantine to, Constantine to sign this contract has robbed him of five years with his grandson. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. You get into a little bit... You don't really get this in the first book because I think Nikolai's dealing with his wife's death, but Khan is still dealing with his mother's death. Mm-hmm. And I... Because he talks about how, like, they used to be very loving with one another. Yeah. And then when his mom died, it was like they all had to grow up. And, and they thought becoming an adult and growing up meant you couldn't physically, like, hug one another or be close to one another, share, or be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And um, except he does make a point to say they all continue to hug D- Dima. Like, yes, even, they did. Yeah. Yeah. He was, um, he's younger by, like, a few years. Yeah. Because I think, because she, because uh, um, Natalia says, do you want me to marry a child? Yeah. And so she is in her, tw- one, like, she's, what, 23, 24, I think, in the first book? Yeah, I, wa- I got the older? impression she was 23. But may- she could have been 24. I, like, I got yeah. the impression about five years past. But again, it, we re- we read that book months ago, so I could be, I could be yeah. wrong about that timeline. Yeah. It'll be interesting, because Jenna then will be older than Dima. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I love Jenna. I love Jenna still. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, you know, there's an, uh, I do have a quote that I, I think goes along with that a little bit of like his changes and how he, because through the whole book, he is really remorseful about missing those years with his kid. Yeah, he, he really is. does. And he, he's working through that besides the fact he's still trying to work through, like he, he very much cares for Emma very much. Like it's, they're a unit now. Like, but in his mind, he's yeah. just got to convince her they're a unit. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so he keeps saying something like, um, so she, I don't want to give too much away. Well, no, this isn't giving too much away. She wants him to have a contract saying they're going to do all this moving around, but in no way, shape, or form will any decisions be made without her approval. Yeah. Yeah. And she's adamant about that. She's very much. And I and don't blame her. Nope. And he says along something along the lines of like, um, you know, isn't my word enough? And she's like, yeah, no, uh, not no. really. No. Not really. No. And um, so she's really, she's really trying to, to push that. And um, so sign the contract, get your brother to sign it, give me something to trust. He says, I am not enough. And she says, stop saying that. Don't you see that you doing this shows me that you're as committed to Mickey's happiness as, and, and my safety as you claim to be. This would be you being enough. This would be you being trustworthy in the way that I need it. And, but he does, he just keeps saying, like, I, I, I failed you. I haven't been here. And then, and of course, then I think that rubs off on Emma, too. And then Emma feels like she wasn't, hasn't, wasn't enough for yeah, that's guilt that eats away at her where she um, she realizes, like, she has no family. None. Yeah. Cause she her parents says, have disowned her. She, the, he, yeah. Mickey does not have a father figure in his life, which, I mean, not everyone does. That's fine. But, like, she doesn't even have siblings that no. could have provided. It uh-huh. is just her and Mickey. And she actually makes, makes a comment about, like, how even with her, the cousins and stuff that she had... That she hadn't seen them in years, mm-hmm. so what would be the point of trying to make you know? Mm-hmm. Right, and they probably don't she, live in Santa Fe, so like no. And she had to move to Santa Fe. She had to leave. She had to change her name. And yeah. so it's like for legal reasons. So it's right. like you know. So she has 
No one. She has no one. It has just been her and Mickey. So then Con rolls up and he's like, I want to be a part of my kid's life. And she's like, uh, okay. Well, she did say at one point she was prepping, she was prepping Mickey at some point to make, at some point in his life, she did say she was prepping him or she would prep him to, you know, it's, you know, she knows that he's a prince. Like he has to take. So at some point that she that's why she got the DNA testing. Yeah, done she insisted and... on getting DNA testing because she didn't want anyone to be questioning his mm-hmm. paternity, which is great. Yep. I mean, she's not wrong. No, Khan didn't. Khan didn't even like. He was like, "I'm I'm sure he's my kid. Look at him." Yeah, right. <laughs> but she was like, "No, I don't want any questions about this. I don't want any yeah. questions about whether or not." Because also think about, even at one point, a lawyer says to her. He could sue you for full custody, and he'll win, because he is a prince. He has unlimited resources behind him, and you are a single mom living on a tight budget in Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. Like, you have... Hence the contract, yeah. And that's why she was so insistent upon the contract. Now, of course, Khan came up with another contract, like, for child support and living expenses and stuff. I mean, she would never, even if... You know, this is a romance novel, you guys. They get together at the end. But, like, even if she would have not chosen to do that, even if she would have chosen to live separately from him for the rest of her life, he she would have been okay because he would, in a child support agreement, mm-hmm. in, like, a spousal, not spousal, but parent of a child agreement, yeah. he was going to provide for her because he was never going to leave her in a lurch. And he is, he's five years behind now. <laughs> She's been doing this on her own. He's got some time to make up. He's got some shit to make up for. Um, uh, So anyway, that's really like you. He gets all the fucking redemption. All of it. He does. does. It's a great arc for him uh, to see him go from the dickhead that you meet like in the first couple chapters of book Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And he talks about that like in his in the. It's written in the third person, but you get both perspectives. Yeah. So in that, in his chapters talking about it, he talks about that family meeting with Natalia. Yeah. Which I really like the back and forth. This And I uh-huh. I was thinking about it as we were reading, I was like, there was only a couple times we heard from Nikolai, Nikolai's perspective. We It was only a few. There were not that many. Yeah, I feel and like it were- was more toward hers, like... Again, because well, we actually brought it up in the in our first our, oh, our we? Okay. Sc- we did. We're talking about like his came in exactly where mm-hmm. you needed to mm-hmm. come in, and that was it. You're yeah. right. There was You're only right. like one or two. Mm-hmm. There's more con in this oh, book yeah. than there yeah. was Nikolai in the first book. Yeah, which You're I right. I think with the redemption story, you I think you it. had to. Have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad for that. Like I really mm-hmm. I loved con by the end of it. I really did. I did. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. All right, okay. talk to me about your meat. Okay. So I don't want to get too... I can't... I don't want to spoil, but... So this is going to be quite short on my my, on my side. Um, I think that she... Oh, God. How am I going to put this? Okay, so um, her parents disowned her. Mm-hmm. And something happens to which they are back in her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking, no. 
was so yeah, mad. I know. I was not happy just because she, this girl is broken. Yeah. And at one they point really something like happens to her, her when she's pregnant that I was like, no, no, there's no, yeah, there's, she just, they, and she, she uses terms like, and Lucy uses terms in there, uh, evicted, eviscerated, mm-hmm. yeah. like, she uses evicted a lot. Like she is like torn to shreds by this, by the treatment of her. Oh, and we're leaving out a major, major point, which is that Emma, these are her adopted parents. Right. Right. So they chose her. Yep. And then chose to disown her, which like, I think is just an entire nother level of like, what the fuck? Like, there is not a big enough come to Jesus with them. And that was my issue. I was like, yeah, they definitely part of me was a little like, there you know, needed to be a larger protective. Um, yeah. Grand gesture on their part. Absolutely. And, you know, it all came down to because because her name was different. But yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't I know. know. I agree. I know. I'm with yeah. So I understand. I I get you on con. that. I really do. That's my con with a C and with a K. Con with a C. Yeah. Yeah. That's my con. Um, mine is very similar to what my con was in the first one. I went back and looked at my notes, which is that it's. I just wanted more. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted more of. Um, it's short. I mean these these books are short, two hundred twenty ish pages. So, like, at least in this paperback that I have at my hands from Harlequin, it is 217 pages. So that's, yeah. it's a short book. Um, yeah. I just wanted more. More con. I wanted more time at the palace. Yeah. Although I was happy to see the wedding, because we didn't see the actual wedding in the first book, did we? Uh, oh, shoot, I just spoiled. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it, it, it's a romance novel. It's a romance novel. In <laughs> um, the first one, I think it was... It was just quick. Like they, I think she talked about it, but that wasn't. A, it wasn't like a major focus. They, the wedding no. happened. She focused more on like the honeymoon, which was fine. And yeah, like, but in this one, they do. I mean, there's a couple of things that happen at the wedding. That yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah there are. Um, but I, I would have liked to have more time at the palace of mm-hmm. her getting to know his family and. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk more about this in my bottom bun, but like, I don't know. I just wanted more of all of that. I wanted more of them with Mickey. I wanted more of, of her with his family and, and more of him being happy to integrate her into his life. I mean, logistics are discussed where like there's, Mm -hmm. where are you going to sleep? And like, how is this going to work? Where, um, Khan has like, everybody getting these beds. Bring a bed in. I'm like, just bring a bed in. What? Who's got extra beds? Uh, royal families. I mean, not us, but like, royal even, families. well, even at her house, the security was sleeping on a oh, yeah. bed they brought in from wherever. Right. Wherever. I mean, rich people, they probably have all this shit on speed dial. They're rich just like, oh, I, need, I don't know. I need a fucking bed. And they have PAs to handle the shit for them. Yeah. I could have used more courting. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is yeah. funny because in the first book, that's a whole thing. It's, it's, it's all courting. It's all, there's so much courting, but also, like, Natalia is like, you didn't fucking court me. And Khan is like, I sent you flat, like, shit, you know, and she's just like, yeah, yeah and I donated every single one of them. Yeah, I, I thought about that of all the I, gifts because he he mentions that he's like I had my PAs buy her stuff. Yes, he does. Yeah, he brings yeah. that up because he didn't care. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. he was not in love with Natalia. He never was. Hmm. No, I just wanted more. That's all. Hey yeah. right, man. All right, talk to me about your bottom bun. I'm vacillating between a couple of things. Okay. So I think um, I think what. I did like the, um, the you know, from the both perspective because I did I did like Han's voice voicing and I liked yeah, I his. Did too. Um, um, I like all that mind stuff. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you do not, but I do. I love it. I'm coming um, around on it. That's what she said. Like, coming on it. Um, uh, your face. So when I come on, all of your face. Um, so what I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Sorry, I haven't Mom. had that much. I have not had that much martinis. No, so. she really hasn't. I can I can attest. Um, I'm gonna go with how how well Emma, Emma stood her ground. Yeah, and because she, the girl has gone through so much. Shit. She's been through a lot of shit, and so um, to see like she didn't just cave mm-hmm. and. And she, I have to say, I'm not going to spoil, but it's it's a while in the book before she starts admitting things about how she feels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a while. It's it's not quick at all. No. No, because, yeah, there isn't, like, a lot of stuff going on until a good 60% through. Probably. Yeah. That, yeah. Which seems about the time. Yeah. It seems about the time. Like, if they just started making out right away, I'd be like, then what the fuck? You know? Like, right. but... No, when this, like when they start to get physical between each other, it's like mm-hmm. the tension has been there and it's kind yeah. of exploding. Like because yeah. something makes her really emotional and that kind of like drives mm-hmm. that scene. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And and I think a lot of it, and, and there's one line, and I'm going to find it. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to spoil, but. Um, she pretty much, well, you kind of mentioned that, like, um, uh, Khan wants to marry Emma. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a surprise. Yeah. And somehow Mickey gets in on it, too. And oh, she yeah. pretty much says, I'm not going to marry your father just to make you happy. I love right. you. I love you so much. But that's not going to happen. Right. And I thought, that's, yes, perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought... I thought to myself, are they going to pressure her? Is this kid going to pressure her into getting married? Because that's like not, that's not good for his for for, for for him to see that either. He needs mm-hmm. to see that he can't um, manipulate his mother in that women. way. Yeah, yeah, or women in general. Yeah. Like yeah, and and that she can't be manipulated by his father. Like right. that she yeah. needs to see that she's a strong woman. Right. So I really and I really thought it was a really natural way progression of how she comes to you know, start to feel, have feelings for him and let her guard down and let, and accept. And when she does finally forgive him is, Oh man. Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. It is very sweet. And hot. Um, and, uh, it's very far into the book. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very far. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, and it's really funny cause it's like one of those times where if you read, um, any sort of like enemies to lovers or if there's that big fight in act three and any kind of, 
romance where you just want to you kind of want them to stay mad at that at each other for just a little longer because that that animosity and that tension just yeah. continues to build yeah. so i got a whole bunch of that in this one and i liked it yeah for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's me i like it well i'm gonna have another sip of my martini do it i'm actually pretty impressed by how much of that martini is still there it's a lot, actually. You haven't had that much of it. I've been drinking my water. Good for you. I had. I should probably yep. drink some more water. Excuse me. No one wants to hear me like blah blah blah. blah. You don't heard it. You've heard it enough. You don't want to. <laughs> um. Okay. So my bottom bun is uh, the friendship that forms between Emma and Natalia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when. Emma gets Tamiris. Keep in mind, like, she knew it, it wasn't like Khan ever didn't tell her about the marriage contract. She knew about it the entire time mm-hmm. they were in a relationship together. But she thought, as the relationship progressed, that maybe he was changing his mind. Or maybe she mm-hmm. had a chance of, like, being with him. So... Uh, in her store, like in her mind, Khan breaks up with her to go fulfill this contract to marry Natalia. So Natalia is a villain in her story, which is makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. makes perfect sense. But that's, but also Emma doesn't know the full story. Emma doesn't know that Natalia didn't want to marry Constantine, and that Constantine didn't want to actually marry Natalia. She doesn't know any of these things. But then she gets to Miris and she's talking to Natalia and like just through hanging out with her for a bit and Natalia being like, I, I mean, I end, I'm so sorry. Like he he broke up with you to come back here and marry me, which would have okay. been awful because neither like that would never have worked. Right. There, but there's the a two conversation. of them like start to become friends. Yeah. Which I think is just so great because that helps settle Emma's mind. That, like, this well, woman, you have nothing to be worried about from this woman. Right. Well, you have that conversation when they when she first gets there, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you're, you're, you're referencing. And even Nikolai, because Nikolai's part of that conversation, mm-hmm. and he's so chill about it. Not chill, but yeah. he's like, he wants to make sure Emma knows that, like, dude, we're all sorry about this. Like, yeah, we, we're all so sorry. This is not, like... No, you know, no one ever me. intended any harm to you. Like, this is... No, we were super sorry that this is how it worked out. We'd like to make it right. We're just so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Caused a lot of pain for a lot of people. That yeah. was just unnecessary, and we're sorry. Because even Nikolai brings up how, like, barbaric... Not barbaric, but, like, archaic yeah. the whole thing is. And, yeah. and the grandfather overhears it. And the grandfather, so like during this conversation that she's having with Nikolai and Natalia, the grandfather is getting to, is like hanging out with her son. Mm-hmm. And she looks over and is like seeing, she's already emotional. She was already a nervous wreck going there, but then she's the emotional. The architect of her, like, The yeah, architect like, of like, her misery is yeah. playing with her child. And she realizes like, now my son has a family. My son has a grandfather mm-hmm. and like and and an aunt 
and two uncles. And two uncles. And at this time, Natalia Soon is to be pregnant. A so yeah. like, he she, he has a dad, and he has he has direction and a future. Mm-hmm. And it's so she's emotional about that. That yeah. Khan has given Khan has given all of this to his son, mm-hmm. and she's grateful for it. I just like that. And she helped. That's another thing that I would have liked to see more of is like her friendship with Natalia forming. Yeah. And yeah. because she mentions at one point that Natalia is helping her. She has to do like, like Meghan Markle had to go through Duchess training, you know, mm-hmm. like you having to go through like princess training, literally to be, yeah. to learn like, the etiquette of the country and learn royal etiquette. Like, she mentions that at one point. She knows a little bit about it where um, I think Khan takes his jacket off and puts it on her. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, "That's not, I know that's not protocol. That he would be without a jacket. Mm-hmm. So for her, like learning all of these things, Natalia helps her learn mm-hmm. how to, um, to assimilate into that role. Because now she's going to be at the very least, some sort of duchess. Um, it's up to Nikolai to, like, make her a princess. But, yeah. you know, it's a it's a new role that she's going to have to fill, even though she may not live full-time at the castle it's, or at the palace. It's, it's a new aspect of her life that Natalia mm-hmm. is going to help her assimilate into. And the two of them become friends. I, just, I would have liked to see more of that, but I love that Natalia becomes a person that helps her with that. And I have a feeling in the next book, even so. though Jenna and Natalia are more, are more like best friends, I would assume that we're going to see, because we see so much Natalia, well, and it makes sense that we do because of the situation, but I have a feeling we'll see more of um, these two. I hope so. Yeah. I really do. Yay! So that's, that's it. Um, would you recommend this book? Hell yes! Hell yes. It's pretty, like, it's a low-stakes quick read, you know? Like, it's yeah. just... Yeah. I Seriously, read it in order, though. You'll miss so yeah. much from the first book. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would be super, super confusing. It would be confusing. I think it would be best for you to read in order. And again, they're yeah. they're quick. They're relatively short. Um, I am excited for the third one. I want to... You don't yeah. know that much about Dima. Yeah, because he's been in school this whole time. He's been in school. Or away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited yeah. to learn more about him. Um, he's also probably the brother that got like the most love out of all of them. Probably. So he might not be as screwed up as the other ones He might not be as messed up. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. (sighs) Ah. Yeah. 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 Well, what we're going to do is we're going to go back. Are we going to? No, we do. I never heard of this fucking every week. I ask this. Um, okay. Why don't we take a brief respite? Because um, we have a puppy that needs to go out, and also I have to walk the neighbor's dog because they're out of town tonight. So <laughs> let me go walk three dogs, and uh, let's at come once? back. Well, no, not at once. I'll probably make Mr. Veronica walk this one, and I'll go deal with the two <laughs> next door. I do love like this. Just you know, can we call him that? But yeah, I'm not even sorry. Nope. Sorry, I took his sorry. last name. You can be Mr. Veronica on this fucking podcast. You know what I read? Okay, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say this one thing, and then we're gonna we're gonna go to our rest. But do that. So uh, I saw a fucking TikTok of all places. 
Shocker. You I saw know. TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, did, I just hadn't thought of it this way, but no woman ever has had her own last name because she got her last name from her dad and then she took her husband's. So even if she didn't fucking change her name when she got married, she still kept her dad's name. Excuse me while I go light some fucking matches and just burn some shit down. I'm going to write something in the chat to you. I'm scared. I can hear you. But it still would have been your dad's name. No, but at that point it would have been mine. Still from your dad. Yeah, but still, but but my kid would would have mine. Yeah. From your dad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Go walk some dogs. Oh, she just woke up. She's like, you fucking asshole. I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back in two and two. And possibly I might be drunk by that time. <laughs> Enjoy that, bitches. <laughs> And we're back. We're back, guys. What up? All None dogs, of us are war for the wear. No, all dogs have been walked. All dogs go to good. heaven. All dogs. <laughs> Remember that movie came out the same time as Oliver and Company? Uh, oh, Mac- right. Yeah, McDonald's had ornaments for both of them. Guess what? I had both of those ornaments. I am old. Shocked. <laughs> I know. I am right? shocked. Yep. Um, I I remember thank them. You. Luna's giving me baby Grogu. Can I have oh. baby Grogu? Can I have baby Grogu? Oh, man. Stop it with that. Yeah. She wants me to throw it. Because she's like, oh, your brother's up in the cage. Ah, fuck you. Um, as you know, as I told you, I put peanut butter in a Kong mm-hmm. so that this puppy is chilling in her crate once again. Mother's milk. It's great. She's doing just fine. Just. Yep. Chewing on that Kong. Licking the peanut butter out of it. Yep. I put um, one of those like um, dog treats in the Kong, then put the pop peanut butter, so it was like Ooh. extra incentive to like... Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Level expert. Yeah. I do remember yeah. as a kid like shoving treats or like my mom for a while was feeding the dog, one of the dogs, I forget which one, probably Emma. Um, Bill Jack, like shoving that yeah. stuff like into that into the yeah. Kong. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I don't understand how she got it out so quickly, but you know, they have like one. They have like to- uh, treats that actually like physically will go into that, like are shaped to it. But they're oh, like so okay. big that they get stuck in there, and then it's like you can't. The dog can't get it out, and it's like well, then what's the point? You know, right? Anyhow, dog treats. Anyway. So let's get back into this. We were we left off before our eggplants and hearts correct discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do hearts first. Okay. How many hearts will you give this book? Um, so I gave it a three, and here's why. Um, as we've kind of touched on with royal families, like <clears throat> you're dealing with a sense of duty that is beyond 
anything else. Mm-hmm. So while Khan feels a sense of duty to marry her, he also, like, through everything else that he does, shows him that he cares about her through his other actions. He, yeah. he doesn't, he's not like a particularly romantic person. Um, he isn't even really like sold on love as a long-term thing. Right. But the things that he does to demonstrate the fact that he cares about her and that he cares about her long-term well-being and their sons mm-hmm. is very sweet and very kind. Yeah. Um, so I think even though it's it was clear to me that he was in love with her from from Jump Street, as you would say, like... <laughs> At 21 Jump Street. <laughs> he um, is not... He's not good with, like, the romantic courting gestures the way that Nikolai was. No. No. Like but, you said, we needed more courting. Yeah. Right. But what he does for her is on brand for him. Agreed. For what he feels like he can do. And therefore, it's, I chose, yeah. like, a middle of the road, kind of. Like, he's doing what he feels like he can. It's where he's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go and say the same thing. Like, his, I think there's no GGs, really. Right. right. So. Except that he does, he orchestrates her parents. Yes. But that was my cons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for her, it's. Yeah, I'm going to say three, because, again, it, we're, we're not working from, it's not like it is going to be this, the, also, you're talking about press, you're talking about media, you're mm-hmm. talking about publicity, so there's not going to be a huge grand gesture, because it would be a scandal. Right, So yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah that's true. 100%. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell me what you said for eggplants? Okay, this is a hard one. I'm like, I'm between so three and said? a half and four. Okay. <laughs> And a wall. I got a card that shows me shows two people having sex against the wall. Anyhow, I'm sure um, it does. Yeah, it does. Well, it does now because I drew well, you one drew on the there. wall there. Yeah. Did um, so. There, there were there are more sex. Well, I think there's two full out sex scenes in mm-hmm. this one, yeah. and there was only one full out sex scene in the in the first book. Right. But these ones are more explicit. I think. I thought so too. So I yeah. said three and a half. I think Lucy listened to us. I think, <laughs> we did. I also said three and a half because it felt again. I couldn't go back. I didn't have time to like go back and look mm-hmm. at the first book. But I did feel like it was more like descriptive or hotter or like whatever, whatever adjectives yeah. you want to use. It yeah. felt more to me. Than it did in the first book. Although I have to say, she has. Like, I love uh, sex scenes can be explicit as you want it to be, but if the the guy talks a little dirty or has like a couple lines that like, because I remember Culty's line, "I need to come." I remember that line. Oh my god, that line. And then I remember in the first book, he's like, "I come for me," and then she says, "You come for me," and I was like, 
that's fucking hot. <laughs> and in this one, I read it earlier, but give me all your sounds. God, yes. Fucking hot. And he says that because he made his room soundproof. Yep. He sure did. So they could fuck. Yep. <laughs> he says, oh, no, it's not. It's because there need to be like private conversation between the two of us. I'm like, that's nope. bullshit. You that's did bullshit. it to fucking get busy. Yep. And I salute you, sir. Mm-hmm. Salute you. Uh-huh. I, I salute your service. <laughs> You're probably your giant penis. Um, I'm looking to see you. I mean, like, they were... Hmm. They were pretty hot. Yeah. There's definitely started? more sex in this one. And, and yeah. definitely more discussions of sex in this one. Yeah. And... Bec- yeah, and there's like talk about birth control and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah it's uh, there's a, there's a lot of talk about birth control because she got pregnant. Because so she there's, right. Yeah, but all, so. wasn't it like a failure of birth control? Like they were her IUD fell out. Oh yeah, which can happen. I have a friend who she and I have had discussions about this, and she said like she had just gotten hers replaced not that long ago because mm-hmm. um, it was just time or whatever. It was like five years. And so she was getting her hers replaced, and the lady who did it was like, oh, no, they can fall out, and you might not notice. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a thing. Like, that's totally possible that they could fall out and you wouldn't notice. Awesome. Well, they, like they said, it's all 99%. Yeah, 99 I mean, that no, no form of birth control is, like, 100% effective. It's just not. Yeah. There is nothing. Because there's always a chance that something will fail. Always. Yeah. Always. Actually, I've seen ultrasounds where you can see on the ultrasound an IUD and the fetus right there. Or at at that point, it's an embryo. Like, so the IUD is still there, embryo right there. (laughs) You had one job, IUD! You You had had one fucking job! (laughs) God! Somebody's getting a bad review. (laughs) Somebody's getting a bad Yelp review. (laughs) Who was it? I forget. I went to some appointment recently and they were like, um, is there any chance you might be pregnant? And I was like, if so, me and the makers of Morena have a serious fucking thing to discuss. (laughs) (laughs) It better not be. (laughs) Anywho. um, So. Okay. So we talked about eggplants and hearts. We need to do some stunt casting. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. I'm kind of excited about this. So I remember for our first, we just, we picked a whole bunch of Russian people. We did, we're like, we did. We're like, I think maybe some Latvian people. I don't know. They were all hot. Um, of course they I were. Mean, not, I mean, yes. So. Actually, I wanted right. to go and like, look who, hang on. I had forgotten. Oh, I know, puppy. Do you hear her whining? I do. Oh, Poor little baby. monkey. I'm so sorry. She's like, oh, what you call the her monkey. fuck, lady? So, on Lucifer, that's what Chloe calls her daughter. Trixie is monkey. Because her oh, dad yeah. called her monkey. Um, my husband uses monkey as like a form of endearment. So like anything he thinks is cute mm-hmm. becomes monkey. Well, we've talked about this, yes. Yeah, we have. You're right. We yeah. did choose Russian people. I just went back and looked at my... Um... Yeah. I don't know either of the people. I know uh, she was in like one of the James Bonds. Hot. She was a Bond girl. Oh, yeah. I, rem- I remember her. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go first or do you want me to go first? You please go first. Who do you want me? Who do you want me to do first? Let's save Con for last. Go ahead and do Emma first. Okay. I only have one picture of this this um, gentle lady. It's fine. 
Um, we should say that, like, the most descriptive things that we have about Emma are that she's not a stick figure anymore because she's had a kid. Mm-hmm. Her body she's is... A size 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also that she has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. That's basically all we know. Yeah. Um, oh, she's pretty. Who is Sophie that? Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Joe okay. Jonas's wife. Yep. Because she's 25, she's and I was like, that like seems like legit on par where she would be bright she's blue eyes. She's very pretty. For some strange reason, I know on the cover there was a redhead, but I wasn't picturing her as a redhead. I didn't either. I pictured her as a brunette or like a light blonde. Oh my goodness, sweetheart. Hi. Oh, baby girl. I'm so sorry. I can't trust you to not chew through my power cords, man. <laughs> you will do it. I've watched you try. Oh my god. Okay, hang on one second. Hang on. Hang on. Oh my goodness. Come here, monkey. Come here. Do you want to come sit on my lap? I can't let you run around. I just can't. I can't trust you. Oh my god, I'm Peel over something or... Oh my god, you are very excited. Okay. I'm very excited. Hang on. I'm very excited. I know. Can you not chew through my headphone cord, though? That would make me really happy. (laughs) Jesus. You gonna sit here with me? Okay. No, I said no on the cords. Come here. Here, look. Do you want to take a picture of the Insta? Oh man, I just got a face full of dog tongue. Excellent. She looks so soft. She's very soft. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So shall we get back to Sophie Turner? Sure. There's not much so to say sorry. about her. So sorry. No. No, you're it's we've we've all done it. I've done it many times. Fine. Drinking game with all my animals. My boss on Friday said, You have a menagerie. You have like it's like a, a, a rescue at your house. I'm like Yep. Eh. His balls could cut off, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. So yeah, so- Sophie Turner. All right, so Sophie Turner, Joe, Joe Jonas, Joan, Joe Jonas. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're married. Got it. Got and then who's? It's the other one. Who's uh, the um, one brother, the other brother married to? Not Kevin. Who's oh, the other? Nick. Nick is Nick married to the to... Indian American yeah. woman. What's her yeah, name? I can't think of her name. I want to say her name is Priyana. Is coming to mind, but I don't know why. I could be totally yeah. wrong about that. I want to say Chopra, but that's not it. Oh, Ch- oh, hang on. Hang on. You know what? You know what'll help? Google. Nick Jonas, wife. She's absolutely gorgeous. She is. Uh, Priyanka Chopra. Okay, I thought I thought there was a Chopra in there. Okay, we neither of us were off. Were far off the mark. No, no. Yeah. So anyway, that's his wife. She is beautiful. She's older than him too, isn't she? That is a good question. Um, hang on. I also still love that DNC E song, Toothbrush. I fucking yeah, love that stupid that song. That is a good song. It is. Also that video where he's with, that, uh, was it Ashley Johnson? The, the, uh, oh, the plus size model? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Nick Jonas is 29. Hold, please. Um, let's see how old she is. Why aren't you coming up? Because of the plugins I have. God damn it. 
Oh, she's 39. I thought she was older than him. I didn't realize she was that much older than him. Mm-hmm. Damn, go you Nick get Jonas. It, girl. Get it. Yeah. Also, get it, Priyana. Priyanka. Sorry. Yeah. Also, she's wow. fucking gorgeous. She so. is. God damn. Both of you. Good for you. Yeah. It means I could have been this close. So fucking Kidding. close. So fucking close. Kidding. Um. <laughs> all right. So that's that is that is my Emma. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. Damn. All right. Um. I also chose someone blonde. Right. Now I think her hair could is probably naturally darker than what um is shown, like or how she's presenting it at this point. But um, I I like it blonde. Like I just oh, I'm saying it could yeah. be like either. It could be yeah. dark. It could be light. I can totally see that. I can I totally see her. Um, I have one more. She was in. I've not seen anything that she was in, but apparently yes. she was in Pretty Little Liars. Uh, um, Sasha Pieter Pieters. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. She's apparently she's from South Africa. She's from Johannesburg. She's super cute. She's very pretty. Um, she was in Pretty Little Liars, and that's kind of like the... That's what drew me to her. She looks was, completely different in that first picture. Yes. That you sent me. Yeah. Right. So the thing is, like, in Pretty Little Liars, and the photos that I saw from that, she mm-hmm. is a little... Like, she's softer. She's not mm-hmm. like... Um, like a string bean, like so many Hollywood actresses are expected to be. Mm-hmm. She's curvy. She has like mm-hmm. a little more, she's not fat, but she's got a little more meat on her bones. Like she just, mm-hmm. she looks normal. Natural. Okay. She looks like fucking normal. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was looking at because Emma specifically talks about how she is not, um, she doesn't have the flat stomach that she used to and, right. And things like that. Um, she also apparently was in Heroes. Uh, it says Heroes? Amanda Strazula. I don't know. I think I made it through the second season of Heroes. It says chapters 10 through 15. It looks like she was in. Oh, fuck me. I so I don't know. I don't I never watched the show. She was in one episode of House. Um, one episode that, of CSI Miami. Um, so anyway... It also looks like she was in an episode of Modern Family, or at least she was in something with one of the actresses from Modern Family. Uh, at any rate, yeah, so that's who, oh, did I even say her name? Yes, I did. Sasha Pierters. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Honey, I'm so sorry if you ever listen to this. I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you are a diligent listener of this podcast. I'm a listener. I'm a and listener. I am very sorry that I have butchered your name. I did not mean to do it. I promise. Sasha. I did. Fuck okay. You. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, at any rate, she's very pretty. Again, check out our Pinterest um, for our spank naughty lists and our stunt casting. Um, I need to add the Giants manager. Oh, and by the way, I had an exchange via TikTok with someone who went to college with the Giants manager. Oh yeah. She says he's legitimately very nice. He's nice to look at. Accurate. There was a picture of the two of them hugging. So it, they may have been a little more than friends. I would try to be as much as friends with him as I can and his penis. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Doy. 
There's literally no fucking question here, okay? Yeah. No fucking doy. Yeah. No fucking doy. <laughs> Everyone under the age of 35 is like, what the fuck are you doing? I know, is that They're super like, and sad? I'm going to turn off this podcast. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, they did that earlier. Probably, yeah. They <laughs> I'm did. kidding, I'm kidding. They did. It's All fine. right. All right, tell cons. me who your con is. Con with a K. Okay. Con with a K. Oh, con with a C. All right, I'm going through a whole bunch of, I have four here. Ooh, yay. Um, oh, your mother, puss bucket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, this last one, I'm, the last one I'm going to send you on two um is what i thought i saw this and i was like oh this is kind of perfect uh for um give me all your sounds oh um give me one more second sorry oh. guys i know this is exciting radio <laughs> i picked ben barnes he's no relation to bucky barnes no relation um he's easy on the ojos where is he from um, he is in that, well, he's in a bunch of stuff, but he was in, um, he's like the new thing, like the new, like, um, uh, lust object of, you know, I'm surprised you don't know more about him from the Tiki Talks. Um, but he was, uh, Prince Caspian, I believe, and Chronicles of Narnia. He's in that new show, Shadow and Bone. He, um, oh, okay. yeah, he was Dorian Gray. He was in... Oh, he was on the TV show The Punisher, um, but yeah, he's um, he's His a nice IMDb looking dude. photo is real nice. He's nice. he's a good looking man. He's um, mm-hmm. I don't mean I know that probably yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, he's only a year younger than me. Oh, well, there fan, you fan, go. Fantastic. There you um, go. He's but, English. Um, he's a he is a Brit, and um, oh my God, his wife is a relationship therapist. Or no, I'm sorry. His mom is a relationship therapist. Um, I'm looking to see what else is. Um, who's in that show? Westworld. Um, yeah, I mean, like I know him from Stardust. He played young um, Dunstan Thorn. Um, but yeah, so at least mm-hmm, um, he's mm-hmm. a good-looking man. That is, uh, and I don't know if Khan uh, is is uh, has a beard, but I think he should have one. I think he very well could. In my mind, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. Nothing nope. at all. Nothing. So Not one single fucking thing. Nope. Okay, well, let's discuss my con then. Um, oh, the, but do you see the last one, though? I can see that Yes. Yes. the two of them. And did you see the comments on the last one that says, what movie is this? And the person responds and says, I believe it's called The Words. Yes. Give me yeah. your sounds. Nice. And someone wrote, oh, to be her. Yeah, I know. I know, right? I wish I was her. Yes, exactly. Thank you. That, thank you. For, oh, my God. Anyhow. Fuck. Anywho. Okay. Looking oh. up the words. Trying to to fan myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. This dude. All right. Just going to send you some pins. Uh, I literally Googled, like, actors with brown eyes um now this dude i've not seen him in anything i might soon um at any rate this dude's name is carter jenkins now his imdb photo especially holy crap 
He yeah. is actually, his mother is Russian. So that's sort of like, he's Jewish, but his mother is Russian. Um, at any rate, he has been in a lot of things I've never seen. Apparently he's in a TV series that is in post-production right now called Women of the Movement. He was in some movie called After We Fell, which I don't think is the same as that TikTok series that everyone is obsessed with. Oh, no, just kidding. It is the same. But he does not oh. play the main. Don't any of the leads. Oh, he's he, no, he does not play the hero. Um, let's, let's, let's use hero loosely on that, in that one. Yeah, let's use hero loosely. Um, he plays Robert, whoever the fuck that is. I have not seen. Um, I have. I have no idea. I just. But know he's the he's Robert in like after out. the fe- after we fell. Um, he's in something called The Shadow Diaries, something called Medal of Honor, which is a documentary. Um, yeah, like I said, I haven't seen anything he's been in, but maybe I will. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm losing my mind. Easy on the host. Oh, mm-hmm. he was in one episode of House, much like everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I think I was on an episode of House. Yeah. Oh, he was um, on one episode of Lost. He was on a show called Viva Laughlin, which was a American version, because we can't fucking, you know, we can't watch the British version and be cool with it. But they took Viva, uh, Viva uh, Blackpool, and they made it into a show that lasted, I think, six episodes. I don't know. And <laughs> he's in that. Um, I think he might be like... Sun or something on he that was on one. one episode of Scrubs too. Oh my god, the puppy is laying underneath the table. Mr. Veronica is like, get over here. It's like <laughs> he's also on a, an episode of the Bernie Mac show, but he is oh really attractive. He's he's real attractive. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm liking. Yeah, I also like that his name is Carter. He's really cute. Yeah, I like the name Carter. I do too. One of the um, books that I read from T.C. Matson. The hero is Carter. And in that book, Carter, the hero, um, quite literally takes a bullet for the heroine. Oh. Someone's not happy. No, but also um, someone likes to try to chew the carpet. Wow. Gotta try and break that habit. Uh, yeah. she, she's a puppy, so probably will never be broken. Um, no, guess what? No. Yeah, it's gonna. Because probably... every time I come out of my living room, there's a just a leftover remnants of destruction. Yeah, of course. The so, uh, puppies. Amazon Fire Stick remote is usually the. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what, we've what? already talked about his other proclivities to steal other things of mine and eat mm-hmm. them. Other, like, roundish objects, perhaps? Yeah. Cylindrical. Uh-huh. Yep. Cylindrical uh-huh. in nature. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Do you have any more? Or you just no, the I just did the two. Um Because that was enough for me, I think. Yeah. All right. So now we move on to what we're reading. Yeah. Uh, what what are, are you reading? You go first. Okay. Um, so I... If you guys are interested, um, I have written a um, review of this on um, our website. It's Permanent Ink by E.L. Lewis. Um, I love it. 
This is the second of the ink series. I, I did write a review of Company Ink, which I told her again, yell, holy <laughs> crap, you got me loving some character that I would never normally care for. I, Y'all know me. You know I'm the historical romance chick. This is a fashionista 25-year-old, like, kind of acts ditzy. She's really not. Um, I never would have been like, yeah, totally. And it's also a, a love triangle. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that's not but usually your... Uh... Not my fare. Right. Not my usual fare. But I have to say, like, I have not... I usually don't read love triangles. Um, but I don't, even know, I don't even like movies with love triangles. I just don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I, yeah but I this get that. one was like... like her, it's Cassandra. Cassandra uh, Carrington. And she... The, the two guys that she's kind of going between is Blake and Adrian. And you care about either, both guys. Like, And what I really like about the characters, it is a love triangle, but there's no... Cassie is nowhere. Like, she's she is not pitting one of them against each other. She's also, like, she's not flirting with the one that she's not with while she's with the other guy. Like, okay, it's like fair, she's, fair. she's trying to make them actually kind of get along because she has to work with one of them. So it's just like the cliffhanger from the first book is that you, she gets an offer to work for the guy she rejects in the first book. Uh, okay. And, okay. Yeah. So I wondered how is, it was a series of like, cause I still have yeah. not read the first one. Okay. Yeah. So she, this is a year in the future. Okay. And for you, you're from the, from the, from the, the that's the, the time difference. And in that whole year, she and the the guy she ends up with in the first book, they actually have a long distance relationship, not and not a normal one. They don't call each other, they don't text each other, they just write each other letters mm. for a whole year while she's going to school. So she gets home and she's got this great job. And they were also not only just like they were work rivals, and they've been rivals for a long time, like the two guys. Oh, so okay. he's got a history with, they both have a history with each other. So when you, she makes her choice at the end, you don't hate the other guy. Like it's, it's, it's amazing to me that she could write it and where you don't, you actually root for him, the other, the person that she's not with. Interesting. You're like, yeah, that's rare. I would say it's very rare. Cause usually like you, by the end of it, you're like, I mean, I started seeing the writing on the wall. And I was like, and I thought to myself, actually, in the way I wanted it to go with him, it didn't. So I was, kind of, I was kind of like, oh, okay, it's fine. But I, the way I wanted it to go was a little different. But that's fine. But I really liked it, so I totally recommend it. All right, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. I, d- I did say I will read it at one point. It's just you know, you would like it. Like it's again, and it's also a like a new a a new adult book, which I'm not. I mean, they're all 25 years old or something like that. So yeah, that's not usually either My one of either. our like bread and butter but no no something that uh we'd probably i it's not that i'm totally against it all the time it's just that like sometimes you know i don't sometimes like to read about like the immature bullshit right like i well i shouldn't say it's new adult because she's out of college they're both out i mean she was in mass she's in a grad school program the other ones are have like complete both men are were lawyers so but i mean you know like i'm saying like i'm not a i do like contemporary romance but my, my brothers are with the historical romance. My brothers. 
My druther has that. Literally the fact that you said my druther is her with the historical romance is like, yes, obviously, darling. I'm a fucking nerd. It's fine. It's okay. We love you in particular because of that. Mm-hmm. In particular. What about you, baby? So, uh, I recently, Jolie Vines, who I believe I've recommended once before. Um, I believe so. She had a standalone military romance that I recommended a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she on TikTok had released, or had made free, like her entire Wild Scott series. And oh, yeah, you said that to me. Of course that. I fucking did. So it was all free. I downloaded like the end. I think it's like a five book series or some shit. Uh, I just downloaded the whole thing because I was like, A, it's all free. I know that at some point I'm going to read it anyway. Like it'll just be there for me. Right. So I went ahead and read Hard Knocks, which is the first book in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, How hard is it? Hmm? How hard is it? Real hard. Um, <laughs> first of all. You're like, I'm to play that game. <laughs> his um his name is Lennox. So that's oh, like, like that. where Lennox Lewis, yes. Where Hard Knocks comes from. Um at any rate, so he is Scottish. Uh I believe she's English. I could be wrong about that. Uh, mm-hmm. but regardless, he's hot. Um Anyway, I wish everybody could see your face when you did that because you look like you're like looking for Mr. Veronica when you said I that. I was. He's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at one point, I said, actually, in that TikTok exchange about the Giants manager, um, I said to the to the person, she's an author, she's a romance author. Um, I was like, I'm sure my husband is sick of hearing me talk about him, and she goes, Do you talk about women with your friends, not? With your husband. And I was like, listen. Yeah, but- I said, I have a <laughs> podcast dedicated to talking about book boyfriends. Okay. He's stuck here. Like, I, d- I don't know what to and tell you. And then he has to hear you talk about Kevin, whatever his name is. Talk about fucking Kevin Stefanski? Yeah. Yeah. I can never want to call him Stefanski. That's not his name. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> this is just where we are. This is how we are. He is, loves this, me. This is how we be. He loves me for me, which is... More Just than like I could LFO. really ask for. Yes, exactly. Love no, you, Mr. Veronica. LFO. God, I'm so he loves sorry. Loves me for me. Yeah. He he swears he's not going anywhere. Um, also, I may have may have threatened bodily injury if he did. So, um, anywho, <laughs> for legal reasons, that was a joke. This is all sort satire, of. guys. Um. So- <laughs> It's a joke. I'm a pacifist. This week. This week. We don't know. This week. (laughs) He's he's seriously. (laughs) (laughs) He's seriously like the most patient person. I swear. He is. He is. Uh, Anywho, he's a lovely gentleman. He really is. So, anywho, hard knocks by well, um, by Julie Vines. First in the Wild Scott series. Um, what it is, is like a... with, with murder. It's fine. <laughs> it's sort of like um, it's got like enemies to lovers elements, but also friends to lovers. Like it's and also best friends 
brother kind of deal. Like, wow. it's um. So what it is is like his. I think they knew each other. So her brother, the heroine's name is Isabel. Her brother is friends with Knox, um, and then they went into the military together. So maybe they must be Scottish also. So they went into the military together. And it's been four or five years or whatever, and they're both coming out of the military and, like, reuniting. Mm -hmm. So she had had, like, they had, like, a minorly contentious relationship Mm -hmm. prior. Um, I think they're maybe two years apart. So she was 16, like, when he left for the military. I think that probably would put the boys at 18. Uh, And now he's back. So she's, uh, what is that, 21 or something? Mm -hmm. And he's like 23. Mm -hmm. Um, So in a way, it's sort of new adult, but it doesn't feel like that. It really doesn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. Um, She, she, if you want like disability awareness, she has a severe learning disability Mm. um, that he finds out about, but it's something that she just doesn't really talk about. It was difficult for her to get through school. She chose not to attend university, largely, in part because of it. She's a badass. She races cars. Nice. And, like, old cars. And uh, is a mechanic, is a very gifted mechanic. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, they're really, like, it was just, it was fun and Mm -hmm. different because the two of them are different. Like, I don't know, they're just kind of different characters. She was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. and also, uh, I don't know if they're just, they're both headstrong, but like fun. I really like them both. Oh, so, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next installments in the series. I assume they're all like related that yeah, we'll get yeah. one for about her brother. Actually, the next one is about her best friend, um, mm-hmm. who I think the hero is his, one of his friends from the military. So this all takes place in England. In, in Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, in Scotland. Scotland. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's fun, well, that's too. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, but those, yeah. they do travel to France, so the south of France at one point, for a race for for her. Huh. Yeah. It's cool. Cool. I mean, you cool. know how it is. Like, it's so much, it's easy to travel all over Europe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's so close. Yeah. I... Yeah, it's. I saw like a super off topic, but I saw something recently that was like uh, to demonstrate just how big the continent of Africa is. It put like a shit ton of countries inside of Africa. Yeah. Including yeah. the entire United States. Yeah. And then a ton of other countries. And I was like, God damn. I mean, yeah. When you think about England and, and Ireland and Scotland and Wales, it's like, you, you throw that, I mean, that's... It's like Texas, like two, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, not even that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. population. I mean, the, even population of Canada as opposed to the United oh, States. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, I mean, we are very populated. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the population of Canada is probably bears and elk. Oh, man, that sounds kind of nice, moose. though. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> moose or me. Anywho, yeah, they are. You, you, what's you in your earballs? Oh, you know what? Honestly, I've just been listening to a lot of Knowledge Fight lately. I've been well, catching up. On that, in that same vein, I'm going to recommend Beat uh, Behind the Bastards. I saw which, that in the show notes. 
Yes, which um, my gateway drug to that was Knowledge Fight, and that Knowledge Fight was going to be on Behind the Bastards. Oh, which right, they were, yeah. They're on for... So he had a three-part... It's His name's Robert Evans. He's a journalist. And he brings on comedians to, like, kind of talk at them about... Like, kind of teach them... Kind of what Knowledge Fight does is where Jordan doesn't know as much... No, doesn't... Dan knows a lot about Alex Jones and Jordan doesn't. Same sort of thing. Like... I love that. Um, Robert's, you know, researches... And it's it's it runs the gamut. Like, they were just listening to one the other day. It was about Hitler... <laughs> Does Hitler fuck? And, or did Hitler fuck? Wasn't he and married? It was like, no, it, he and Ava Braun were. Uh, oh, they, they were. were they just weren't like, married. No. Okay. No, but it's like pretty much pretty much came to the conclusion that every like rumor about Hitler's sex life probably is right at some point. Has a, like a kernel of truth. Um, I mean, his mother was his. Uh, what do you call him? His uncle, his uncle father, because his uh, his father, yep, totally did it with his niece, his own niece, not his his wife's niece, his niece. Okay, yeah. so literal incest. Yep, product of it. Yep. Oh. Um, but those things, and, and he'll bring somebody on, and it's usually a comedian, so it's funny, you know. Um, but I listened to the hit a three part about Alex Jones, and it was fantastic because that's where I got the. I, that's why I heard about the chili. About how he couldn't remember his kids' teachers because he had that whole big oh, but they talked about lunch. that in that recent episode where they interviewed the lawyer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he brought it back up because he uh, was he wasn't part of the um, that was the custody hearings. Yeah. Right. That they brought up because but he brought it up on the deposition was like, did you have any chili today? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, and so then he brought in. Um, uh, Dan and, and Jordan to talk about her, our buddies. I call them our buddies. Like they have no idea who we are, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. We plug them so hard, so hard. We really that's what do. We do. Um, and they brought them in the to talk about. Research is so good. That's really the. Thing. I know, like, and that's what I liked about podcast. this show too. Is like it is. He does. It's usually not just one part. He'll do like three. He like, you know, Hitler fucking was two two parts. So as um, it should be. I mean, I think it's also super important to discuss all the shit. Well, yes. But like those are the things that you know, like that's one one person. All you one person needs to hear that yeah. and believe it, yeah. And it spreads. So as long as you're getting the truth, and I think that he's doing God's God's work there with like do, doing the research and getting that stuff out. And I think we need more more podcasts like that. So that's why I'm recommending this one. Girl, along with you. Because we still got to talk about our lineup. What's happening? Oh, <laughs> coming fuck, up. What is happening? Okay, so coming up. That's what she said. Um. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Veronica's probably in the room like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, all right, so coming up, we actually, you know what? We need to choose a book for November 2nd. Do you want to spin the wheel? No, wait. No, wait, no. We're, We're doing the South African ARC on the 16th, and then Lee is joining us, her red, white, and royal blue okay. on the 30th. Oh, sh- Yet. So like we don't I, have anything for next week. I am, I am, I am. I don't think I'm ready for this because I don't think I have the wheel picker up uh, th- thing out. I know. Um, we are. Oh yes, prepared. I do. I do. I, I do. I do have it. I just got to pull up the. So I'm going to tell you. I'm going to spin the wheel. Fuck me. No, I can't because the wheel picker is is is, is not. You know just what? Can I pick something? Because that I've yeah. wanted to read for a long time. Yeah. I want to read the stopover from T.L. Swan. 
Sure, sounds great. Because I have no idea what it's about. Everyone on the fucking TikTok is obsessed. And I frankly okay. just want to see what the goddamn fuss is about. Okay. Sounds good. Um, okay, so our next book is going to be The Stopover from T.L. Swan, because I have wanted to read this for an eternity, mostly because everyone on TikTok is obsessed with T.L. Swan, and, like, this is one of, like, the the quintessential ones, I guess. Um, So I'm excited about it, because I've wanted to read this for a long time. Yay! Um, It's the first in a series, the Miles High Clubs book one. Um, yeah. Yay. Um, are we doing, we're not doing any page to screen. Um, well first, so our next, our next thing is page to screen on the end of the month, correct? Yeah. Are we doing warm bodies? We are. Yeah. So, uh, the next book will be the stopover. And then we will do Warm Bodies will be our page to screen on October 26th, I think is what that works out to be. Oh, okay. So we're going to do one. Yeah. So next week, I guess, next right? Week? Oh, okay. For spooky season. So we'll do Warm Bodies for spooky season on on October 26th. And then our next book will be The Stopover. And that'll come out on November 2nd. Awesome. That makes sense, everybody? And we have some fun stuff coming up, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in no- the rest of November, the 16th, we'll have... I forget the name of the book, um, but it's an ARC. Do you have it handy? Yeah. Uh, uh, just keep talking. I'll find it. Uh, on, the tw- on the 30th, November 30th, uh, we will have Lee back. If you remember Lee from episode 11, Boyfriend Material... Um, we are going to read red, blue, red, white, and royal blue, which uh, everyone has read except for the three of us. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. He already started it. I have not. You have not. But uh, we're looking forward to that. And then in December, we are going to do probably one Hanukkah book and one mm-hmm. Christmas book. Mm-hmm. And we will have a guest on the Christmas book. Yes, we will have a guest on the Christmas book, Charlotte. Now, she was supposed to be on earlier in the year and just, like, life got crazy. So we ended up moving that around. So Charlotte will be here. We'll have a guest in November. We'll have a guest in December. January, we will probably also have a guest. We're hoping in January. We're, we're trying to plan that out, that we will have a guest. Um, in February, we're going to do Black Authors Only for yep. Black Heritage Month. Um, so the book that we uh, we were trying to figure out, it's And They Lived Happily Ever After by Therese Bahari. Um, and she is an acclaimed South African author. Um, and this is a um, hashtag own voices rom-com. Yay. Yeah. I'm very, I'm really super excited about this book. I'm just It's an own voices excited. one? That was, um, mm-hmm. That's like uh, Always Only You is an own voices book. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, the that's the one with the heroine with rheumatoid arthritis and the hockey player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. So it's about magic. I like that. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my dear. Yes. We should probably let these people go. We really should. Yeah. How do we sign off with this? Like, oh, let's just say everyone sponsor us. Home Depot, sponsor everyone, us. Safe um, light. 
Safe um, Light, Adam and Eve, Passion Flicks, we probably get up on you, but we still love you. Um, yep. Well, we maybe in December we'll do a Passion Flicks, like, because they do Christmas the shorts Christmas, usually. Yeah. So the look. We'll They're really that. pushing that one I don't want to watch. Anyhow, um, I'm not going to say the name of it. Um, <laughs> How do we end this thing? In the most annoying way possible. Perfect. <gasps> Bye! Bye! Keep going. <laughs> They're gonna keep going. <laughs> oh my god, the puppy is like, what the fuck, you guys? What the actual fuck? She's fine. She's already Luna, again. still asleep. <laughs> Luna's like, I'm used to this bullshit. I'm a veteran. Luna's like, I'm still snoring. What are you talking about? She was snoring so loud during one of my Zoom calls this week. I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. My dog is snoring so loud. They're like, is that what that sound is? I'm like, yes, my dog. Okay.